So y'all know what? So this is super random. But yesterday I posted on the story. Uh, Olivia had brought this book that I had gave her. I had made her like a little scrapbook for she our one year. Book you gave her? No, she. Can you let me finish, bro? <laughs> Olivia found this. Uh, we were talking about the stuff she kept after we broke up the first time, and one of the things she kept was kept was this scrapbook that I had made her for our one year anniversary. And I was like, "Yo, I did this, bro. Yeah, I was a little simp." That's when you was trying to get the draws. And then, every, <laughs> bro, everybody kept hitting me up talking about, oh, my gosh, bro, that's so dope. Look at you, little Romeo. I'm trying to get like you. I said, I'm trying to get like me. <laughs> and it just made me realize, bro, why do we quit? Why do we stop doing things like that? Because I get tired. <laughs> tired of what? First of all, you're getting older. Yeah. You have more things to do. Before, you, you had all day to think about. You just think about your girl. Let me go to class and I pay attention. Think about my girl. Let me right. see what I can make her, how I can make her happy. Right. You get older, you get other responsibilities. I also I also think, bro, it's it's a money thing. Like it's I think when when um when you're broke, you have to be creative. That's when true. you get money, it's low key like a little cop out. Just throw money at it. You'd be like, let me just go buy something real quick. That's me. But and bro, it made me realize like I used to be super intentional. Um, just about the gifts that I gave her, bro. That that scrapbook, I would Olivia said to this day that's probably one of her favorite gifts I've ever given her. It's it real nice, bro. Took effort. But it took a lot of effort. But you, you would think with money you would have more resources to, to continue to be creative. I think that the issue is that boys, once we get the once we secure the bag, the pursuit is gone. I think, but I think beforehand, thing, like you trying to, you're how trying, does one continue pursuing? You trying to win, you trying to win this girl. So you trying to think, bro, how can I, how can I woo her? How can I get right, this girl? Right. When you get her, simping, you that, simping. That same level of like determination that you have is not necessarily there because you already, you basically already got the woman. See, and this is what women be talking about. I mean, you still, you <laughs> this still is literally wanna, what they be talking you about. You still want to do something for her, but it ain't, it ain't to the same degree. Like, bro. But, but why? Why does that change? Money. You have more money than time. Why does it change? Yes. You're just not making her a priority. Oh. <laughs> That's basically what it is. Just start the pod. JJ's start- <laughs> talking too much. Start the pod. This is the Soundboard Podcast, episode 26. This is Coop. This your boy, Don Tizzle. What's up with it? It's your boy, JJ. Welcome to another episode. Another week. We feel good. Now, can we be honest with the Can we be honest with the game? Yeah, we can be, tell the truth. We're talking full transparency. <sighs> We're talking full transparency. Mm. So, y'all, we recorded this episode yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> but we was a little under the influence. <laughs> And you know what I was telling So we had a little champagne game Because we were celebrating something special mm-hmm. We'll talk about that a little later And it just made me realize One, we're lightweights Oh, definitely And two, the college versions of us would be super disappointed Bro <laughs> like, I used to fast. talk about people like me You used to talk about, oh, look at this lightweight over here <laughs> Look at this lightweight over here I remember I, I've always worked with older people I'd be like, yeah, just come out with me, whatever Like, oh, I can only do a 
Do a beer. <laughs> a beer? <laughs> Bro, you know what's so funny? Like, when you're younger, you just be reckless. And I'll never forget, I worked at a, I worked at a, a certain bank. Uh-huh. They have a ton of them. Mm-hmm. Is and it in America? It's in America. <laughs> uh, WF. <laughs> <laughs> but I was a bank teller, and they used to live through me, bro. Yeah, and so they yeah, used to yeah. be like, Dante, what's been going on on campus, man? <laughs> tell me about tell me about those wild parties. And you know what? They used to they used to make it acceptable for me to come in there hungover. And I would never and I'll never forget this one Saturday. I had went out one night, uh Friday night. You know, back then we was drinking stuff like four locos that just knocked oh, you bro. out. MD twenty twenty. Stuff out of plastic bottles. Just, just ghetto, bro. <laughs> Orange Jubilee. Just ghetto. <laughs> and so I remember I had I was helping, literally helping somebody at my teller window. And I was like, yeah, how you doing, man? This whole time, y'all, I'm just forcing myself to be there. Yeah. I feel like you alcohol is coming out of my pores. Yeah. I was late to work that morning. Yeah. And they think it's funny. Like, right. my boss and them are like, ah, this is the old party guy. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I was sitting up there talking, talking to the lady. And you know, like, right before you throw up, your mouth start watering. Yes. And I'm sitting there talking to the lady, and I'm like, <clears throat> all right, ma'am, here's your, that's 100, that's 200. I said, could you give me one second? <laughs> Boy, I bit down. <laughs> I'm still at the teller window. Oh, no. I bent down. Oh, in the trash can? In the trash can. <laughs> in the trash can. Wiping your mouth. <laughs> in the trash can. My boss slides over. Yeah. And she's like, all right, ma'am, I'm just going to finish the transaction for you. Oh, my 200, God. 200, 300, 400. I'm laying on the ground. <laughs> I'm laying on the ground, bro. And so the lady left, and my boss was like, Hey man, you gotta calm down. <laughs> it was all funny games. It was all funny games at first. But now all of a sudden, y'all trying to hold me accountable? <laughs> Ain't nobody trying to hear that. Oh my That's like, gosh, you throw it up in the middle of giving her the money oh, back. My in the middle of a transaction, bro. It was not my finest she moment. She said, fun is fun, but you're doing too much. <laughs> you're messing up our that, rating. Dante yeah. hit it with that. Last night was mad real. <laughs> Bro, but I used to. Can y'all just recall? Like, that's how you know when you're younger. You can just get up and just move around, like pop up the next day, yeah. and like go do your life. You yeah. know what? I can still do it now, but I can't get. It's hard for me to get in the mode to get drunk. Like the older I got, it's like I don't. I'll just shut myself down. Like I you don't, don't want to get there. I don't want to get there. Right. And you also are thinking about the responsibilities you have, yes. bro. When you young, you ain't thinking about the responsibilities. You nah, like bro. we going. First of all, it becomes an all-day thing. Yes. I used to be at work like, bro, tonight about to be crazy. <laughs> Let me go to uh, Forever 21, get my outfit. <laughs> tonight about to be crazy, bro. Hey, bro, stop by the store and get some four locos. Yeah. But you just... About you to just, be a when movie. You, when you was younger, bro, you was living for the moment. You are yeah. living for the moment. Now yeah. we living for the future. Yeah, yeah. bro. So, so I, it's different. It's, yeah. it's totally different, bro. But I just I just thought about that because yesterday, the college versions of us would be highly disappointed. Lightweight. Holly disappointed. We now, old heads now. We old heads. <laughs> you know what? My cousin gonna tell me, um, I realize it's like certain moments in your life where you realize like you're getting old. Mm-hmm. Uh like I was walking and I had said what's up to this guy. He was like, Yeah, what up, sir? I was like, Sir, <laughs> who you calling, sir? Yes, yeah, sir, bro. I yeah. what's up. Bruh? Nah, nah, not no more, bro. When you lost the hair, it I think it's because I'm bald. <laughs> it is. I think people think I'm more distinguished than I am. I don't even say brother, young people. I say young man. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, young man. How you doing, man? And my little cousin called me school. 
He called me school, which is short for old school. Yeah. I said, bro, I'm not that much older than you. Bro, embrace it, bro. Be like Uncle Snoop. Call everybody nephew. <laughs> <laughs> what up, nephew? Because all y'all my youngest. Yeah. <laughs> all y'all my youngest. So, guys, what's been what's been up with y'all? Man, well, so last week we did talk about um we joked about February being Black History Month and it yeah. being the shortest month. Right. right. But um I didn't realize the actual meaning behind why they chose February. We talked about it. Why? They wanted to give us the shortest month. <laughs> <laughs> yes, cool. Yeah. That was one of them. That's what we joked about. Yeah. But I learned that the Black History Month was chosen for February because it was the birthdays of both President Abraham Lincoln and Frederick Douglass. Frederick Douglass, who was an abolitionist. Yeah. So that's why they chose February as the month. Didn't realize that. Mm. I knew it was started off as a week and then mm. it went to a month, but I just didn't know why February was right. selected. It was actually right. Did okay. y'all know that? I didn't know that. Huh. Did y'all know that um, uh, apparently Abraham Lincoln was a vampire? Yeah, I've seen the movie. <laughs> I didn't even see the movie. I mean, all I'm saying is the movie seemed believable. <laughs> Oh man! But outside of that, man, I have been off social media. JJ always off social media. When are you ever on? Break. Yeah. <laughs> when are you ever on social media? I be on. I be on more than I'm off. No. Nah. No, you don't. Nah. JJ, you've took a you took off a that, year this before. Is, this is my update. Oh my bad. Oh, go, ahead. <laughs> go, ahead. go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm go ahead. off social media <laughs> because I'm taking a hiatus this time. Okay. I was on social media before I got off for the full year. Nah, no, bro. Yeah, I was. Ain't no way. I'm gonna go back. We got Ain't no way, it. JJ. We got recorded. All the last year I was on social we media. We haven't we haven't been recording for a full year. We haven't. And you was off and before you were off. Before we started recording? Yes. During during recording, I feel Well like. that's irrelevant. We live in, we're talking about <laughs> we're talking about right now. <laughs> you the most, bro, why do you be hopping off social media so much? It's good for me, bro. It's good for me to like just take a step back and to be on hiatus every once in a while. Cause social media um sometimes can have I can have it can be like an addictive behavior for me. Sometimes mm-hmm. like just from the standpoint of checking it so every right. so often and it taking a lot of time. Yeah. So I just dial back every once in a while just to like reset. It's not. It's not. Um, it's not because I don't think that social media is bad. Right. Right. This right, is like right. a, a thing for me to be able to reset because I recognize like getting off of social media, even like me being off for this past month, it provides clarity. Right. Yeah, 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 like yeah. it provides clarity, and it also helps me to reprioritize like what matters the most in my life. Important. Yeah. So that's why I do it every once in a while. So that's good. Do you find yourself being having less joy? I find myself having more joy. Off socials? Off social, yeah. What do you laugh at during the daytime? Well, I don't joy is not synonymous with laughing to me. So Joy. <laughs> joy. <laughs> but I I find myself having like I would say more so true joy. Like when I'm on social media, it's like it's it's laughter. It's, it's like laughter, funny. but it's like it's like it's really it, it's fleeting. Like it, it comes and it goes. Like every you catch a video, you laugh for two minutes. Then your laughter's gone. Then right. somebody else in your video, or you come scroll down something else, you see something, you laugh and it's gone. But like, it don't really last. It's just in the moment. Being off social media helps me to find joy in, in, in everything that I'm doing. So it's like joy in where I'm spending my time. Like those things now helps me to reprioritize. Before it was like, I'm distracted with social media. I'm distracted with everything else. So being like the clarity provides joy in me to be able to say, hey, Let's reprioritize what really matters. Now, these are the things that bring me joy. Right, right. Like, these are the things that I'm doing now that, like, I'm passionate about or it brings me joy or whatever that looks like. He yeah. probably walk outside like them Cialis commercials. And be smiling. And then just be smiling. <laughs> birds he chirping. the app and the, right. and the sky gets brighter. <laughs> he probably like, like the uh, pharmaceutical out commercials. Out of all commercials, we choosing Cialis. 
I, that's because I, 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 I see don't it know what Cialis is for. I don't even know what it really is, but that's the only medication I, I know. I think Cialis is for, Ain't that Cialis for people who um can't get it up? No, that's Viagra. No, bro, that's Cialis. You would know better than me, JD. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that is not a property, you know. Oh. The Wayne Johnson over here. <laughs> the Rock. You smell what the Rock is supposed to say? Somebody get him, Jabro. Please, <laughs> this boy, this boy, this boy turned a year older. Hey, wild hey, man. Speaking hello, of, wild man. My update, man. You know your boy turned thirty-two. Thirty-two. 32. What's you happening? I'm saying it's my magic year. We yeah. here. I'm saying no look <laughs> past it. <laughs> oh yeah, baby. Uh, you know what I'm saying? So, so we, we we were celebrating you yesterday. <laughs> celebrating a little too hard. And we celebrated a little too hard. That's why we had to trash that episode. <laughs> <laughs> it can redo it. But uh but yesterday was your birthday, bro. Yeah. How did you how did you end up celebrating it? So I had a bomb workout. Mm. Okay. <laughs> the a, little things in life. That's a great way to start. I, you know my perfect day. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? So I, I had a workout. I know your perfect day. Right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> right, right a minute. <laughs> Woke up, had a great workout. Uh Keanu made me a huge breakfast. Um, mm. gave me some what, protein what pancakes, yeah. eggs, you know what I mean, uh, and cookies. <laughs> <laughs> Great day, my favorite part. A few of my boys came over. We had a little champagne, <laughs> a little too much. Tried the podcast, <laughs> biggest mistake ever. <laughs> Popping bottles, and then I was supposed to go to the mall and try on my watch, but I didn't have time. Your yeah. watch? Did you already buy the watch? No, it's it's in my future. So yeah. <laughs> you you be one of them people that be going in the store like, can I try that on? Yep. And they, I'm a window shop. <laughs> I just be want I want to do like. Does that make people upset? Like the people whose store it is? No, no I tell them no, what's no, up. No, no. I be like, hey man, I'm striving for this. I just want to come in. I don't need <laughs> to touch it. I didn't make. I didn't make sure it's real. Like this is what I really want. They and probably he, walk in the back and be like, another brother he's outside. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. Do you have a Do you have a date when you're trying to get the watch? I want to get it this summer, man. Okay. So if I hit one of my financial milestones, I'm gonna get it. So that's mm, that I believe, and I believe he's I, gonna do it. Too. I need trophies. You know what I'm saying? That's gonna be one of my trophies. Mm. You all know. I'm just trying to get like cool. <laughs> it's easy. I'm just gonna... <laughs> no. cool. You're so, on your way. You got a new so, job. So you. Oh, yeah. uh, so what did you do that night? So we left you. It was probably around six o'clock. Mm-hmm. What'd you end up doing for the rest? Yeah, of So okay. Kiana took me to dinner. Um, we went to some. Pl- I can't name. I'm not good with names, y'all. It's called. It was a nice restaurant, though. Yeah, Missamio. <laughs> Missamio. Messa Mio. Messa Mio. Yeah. Oh, I know what I know that restaurant. Yeah, so she told me that was really good. It's like a Thai fusion. Thai oh, I never fusion. heard of it. It's fire. Um, and then they have like a speakeasy in the back after Ooh. you eat. Oh, like a little live music. Yeah, yeah that no, was actually speakeasies a, like where you one of them like Oh poets. Off. Is that poetry? It's like a ducked off place. It's like, like you a gotta have small, a, like a secret secret bar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They originate from like the prohibition. Yeah, exactly. Look at you, history. Oh, look man. At you know that. Mr. Yeah, history. Come on, man. Hey guys, not only can you hear about our laws, but also <laughs> learn about history on the Soundboard <laughs> Podcast. We get a little bit of We know we, we know y'all love that. <laughs> <laughs> I digress. <laughs> so yeah, then I went. To, it's, it's called. I think it's called IKEA. IKEA. The speakeasy. IKEA. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we got some furniture. <laughs> I'm bad with names, <laughs> but um, yeah. So then after that, me and Kiana went on a little. Well, I took Kiana on a little trip after that. You took on a little trip. The Pound Town. <laughs> <laughs> 
February to March, March to April, April to May, May to June, June, July, July to August, August, September, September, October, October, November. I can't believe we're having November, baby! I can't Oh my gosh! A November baby! I'm just kidding. There was no pound We're taking bets. You your boy's be on. I went to sleep, dog. <laughs> I planned a trip, buddy. <laughs> we never we, made it. We didn't make it to the airplane. The airplane didn't pull off. I didn't make it. That boy said, I planned a trip to pound town. At one point, this is a family podcast. But you know what? Pound town. Sounds way better than some other things you could have used. So you know what, guys, we're all grown here, <laughs> and I'm married, and he married. Yeah, yeah, I did realize something, bro. What? I'm not cool no more, bro. What, what you mean? mean? We were eating dinner. It was like some twenty something year olds. They're probably like twenty five. It's like a big group of them. They turning up at the table. Yeah. <laughs> Me and my wife have a nice look. <laughs> he probably would have, he probably told the uh, waitress, hey, 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 could you tell them to calm down, please? Calm down. This is not that type of environment. And I was like, you know what? We're not cool anymore. We're over here talking about the furniture in the restaurant, the, oh, the floor. We need that at the house. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to your early 30s, yes. folks. So I was like, you know what? We're not cool anymore. And then I saw, so I didn't know that they had speakeasy, right? Uh-huh. And I saw one of my boys from like Fort Worth in there. And then he was going to speakeasy. I was like, hey, man, what's back there? <laughs> <laughs> no cool. I'm not cool. You got to have a code, bro. <laughs> it's exclusive. <laughs> He's like, I don't know. I'm about to find out too. But. The old me, I wouldn't have asked. I would have just, just tried figured it, it out. Yeah, dang, bro. So, so you you're 32 now. What was the highlight of 31 for you? My baby. Oh yeah, you yeah. you became a father. Oh yeah, and it's Casey's. Uh, she was six months on my birthday. Oh, so we're half. Each, we're each other's half birthdays. Look at y'all. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That boy became a father. 31. 31 was good for you. What do you? What is your biggest hope for 32? 32, man, just more growth. Um, a new watch. A new watch, Hopefully. more pound, a second, pound. A second child, <laughs> <laughs> more trips. I want to move my seats down further. I want to keep moving down <laughs> at the Mavs game. That's it. Nah, bro, that's good, man. Happy birthday again. Oh, Have you been it. able to do that? You've been moving your seats down every year. Yeah. Oh, Coop has like the these. Floor, dog. Coop, Coop yeah. has these like small. Holler at me with them. Uh, <laughs> get the Once you get them, floor seats, holler at your boy. Oh, so we, I'm gonna get there, dog. We not raffling none of them off. <laughs> Y'all about to get these hot seats. I'm going to get there. Bro. I'll really be living life like a video game, bro. I don't know. What you be? I'll be having little challenges, like little little side missions in life. And be like, <laughs> if I do this, I can win, yeah. can win the this, round. Complete this mission. Yeah. Complete this mission to win the round. Yeah. Bro, I feel like it, it, Coop is always like that. Coop one, told me one time, he was like, Dante, bro, you always seeing life as a loser because you don't have small wins. <laughs> Dang, that boy called but you a loser. He didn't say he didn't, didn't say, say it that. like that, but yeah. he was his premise was, bro, you need small wins to build up your confidence. And mm. now I see why you move the way you move because right. it's all about small wins mm-hmm. to get to like the bigger goal. Right. Happy belated birthday, bro. I appreciate it, man. Man, so you you were talking about these kids turning up, bro, and I've just come to realize these this new generation has no respect. <laughs> <laughs> Say something your parents would say. What that Gen hashtag, Z? Hashtag what your parents would say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hashtag I'm turning into my parents. <laughs> Bro, I realize they don't have no respect. Just no. totally disrespectful no. for their elders. None. Um, because I was talking to uh I had uh this past weekend, 
I hosted our Miss Black and Gold pageant. I was the the MC. So Congrats, I went back to UTA. Bro. Yeah, bro, went back. It's good always to oh, go back that to that the boy, That's why I said hey, that's a little subtle flex. You know what I'm saying? It's all you when you want the best, you call the best. You feel me? <laughs> the host with uh, the most. The host with the most. Uh-huh. Um, so it was good to be back on campus, bro. And I ended up co-hosting with this young lady named Blaze. Shout out to Blaze. When I met her, uh, she was 18 years old, bro. I mm-hmm. was at the campus. Doing something, putting on an event. A little baby. Mm-hmm. Uh, she, 18, bro. She was like, Oh my gosh, Dante, when you met me, I was 18. I'm 21 now. And I was like, Oh, you're a toddler. I was like, Oh my gosh, <laughs> like you're so old. And then she was like, How old are you, Dante? And I was like, 31. And she said, Dang. <laughs> bro. And I was like, Blaze, that's only 10 years older than you. And she was like, Nah, bro, 31 is old. She said, You ancient. She was like, Dang, bro. I was like, Why are you trying to put me in the grave, baby? Hold on. Yeah, I'm like, and I so I told her, I was like, let me sit down, sit down, young, and let me put you on game. <laughs> I said, first of all, let me them, learn you something. Yeah, right. let me learn you something. First of all, them twenties ain't number mistakes and failures after each other, <laughs> and you broke. I said, but when you in your thirties, baby girl, life start looking good. Oh, great! You start, you start having a couple wins. You done found your stride in life. Yeah. And I said, y'all. Our, your 30s are young. Right. Like, your 30s are still young. Think about your collective life, bro. Let's say you live to 90 years old. Mm. Bro, that's only one third of your life. Yeah. yeah. But they said, they were just talking about it, it was so old. So she started calling people over and she was like, Y'all, it's 31 old. And they was like, Yeah, bro, 31 old. And I was like, Bro, let me tell y'all. First of all, right now, y'all got hairlines. At least two <laughs> out of the three of y'all. Out of there. Out of there. Mm. Out of there. So show some respect. Yeah, with y'all broke self. Yeah, I'll see y'all at the ball <laughs> convention. <laughs> but yeah, bro, it just made me realize like when we when we were that young, mm-hmm. I feel like we also thought like that. Like I was, when I was, I in was my just 20s, about to say, bro, when I, I was like twenty one, thirty one was was older. It was older. It was older, yeah. But I now didn't look at thirty one like I look at like me being thirty one now, I didn't look at it like that when I was exactly. twenty one. Exactly. That's I think weird. it's different I kinda looked at it like it was your pro- like you're entering your prime. You did when you were twenty one? Mm-hmm. Mm. Like 30. I saw it like a big gap. Like right. Yeah, 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 it yeah, felt yeah, like it yeah, was a huge yeah, gap. Yeah, it did feel bigger. It felt like it was a huge gap. But when you look at like people, bro, when you look at like celebrities, most of them in their early 30s is when they start to like find their stride. Yeah. Oprah Winfrey, mm. uh, Steve Harvey. When we talk about Kevin, Kevin Hart. Jay-Z. Uh, Jay-Z. Uh, 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 my boy Future was late. I mean, uh, Two Chains was late to the party, but he made. <laughs> um, so when you think about it, bro, you start to find your stride in your early thirties. And I was trying to tell them that I was like, bro, y'all think this twenty stuff is cool, and it is. It's true. Like, live your life. Mm-hmm. But I'm the thirty early thirties is where it's at, baby. Yep. And I'm excited because now I'm like, bro, I look at what I thought was old, like I used to think 40 was old. And right. I'm like, 40 ain't old now. Right. My mom is 60. She better living her best life. Yes. So I'm like, dang, bro, I can't wait till I get like 60, you know what I'm saying? God willing, so I can be out here moving and shaking yeah. with the best of them. I can wait though, but um, age is, <laughs> age is, <laughs> age is relative. It, it is relative. Just it is gotta relative. stay healthy, man. That's why it's important to work out and, you know, have your financial situation set up. Yeah. Because that's going to, I mean, dictate your um, quality of life. And I, th- I think the biggest thing is just living life in the, in the present, bro. Cause, right. Because you're always looking forward like, mm-hmm. oh, what when I'm 30, when I'm 40, when I'm 50, mm-hmm. this is what I'm going to do. What about right now? Right. Like, enjoy the journey. Like, right. that's the biggest thing, bro. Don't and be just, looking. A lot of people be feeling like, oh, I got to hit this hit this milestone to enjoy life. Right. Like, I got to wait till I, I get, get here. Yeah. I'm going to enjoy life. And it's like, no, bro, you enjoy life, life now. Exactly. Right. Exactly. And the, my biggest fear Bro, is being one of them old men 
who talk about all their accomplishments from high school and college. Ooh, Have y'all ooh. ever been around, like, you sitting in a barbershop, and they're like, yeah, young buck in high school. Man, when we play Easter Hills, <laughs> I had to like, pick me on I dropped on Sir, them. you're 50 now. <laughs> Ask about me, young boy. Ask about me, yeah, like, And then what happened? What happened after that? That was about it for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro, I'm not trying to be that person, bro. And that's when you, that's when you, you, I don't want to look over my life and, and think about like the prime of my life being that moment. I think at one point I did. Mm. So like immediately like leaving college, I think in them early twenties to like like maybe up until twenty seven, you look back at college life mm-hmm. and you be like, "Dang, bro, college life was the best time of my life." Mm-hmm. And it's like, nah, bro, I want my thirties to keep that same energy. Yeah. Every I look at every every season of my life as the prime of my life. That's right. what like, I was I've, say. I've enjoyed every season. I enjoyed high school when I was in high school. I enjoyed college when I was in college. I enjoyed post college when I just graduated, and I'm enjoying my 30s now. Like I'm trying to live every every season like that. I was gonna right. say that I, I used that when I was younger. I looked at like when I was like 30. When I get to 32, 35, 37, I'm gonna be in my prime. Like it's gonna be the best version of me. And now I don't believe in a prime. I think I can always get better. Right. Mm-hmm. Right, and it's all and, and when you talk in regards to being better, bro, it's all about intention. Have y'all ever met somebody? This is I low key used to be like this. I'm still struggling with this. <laughs> you met somebody to be like, yeah, bro, I'm just trying to get it together. <laughs> <laughs> I record with him every Sunday. <laughs> oh, no. First of all, you're broke. <laughs> <laughs> Boys get a you new job. Stop telling people I'm broke because you done buy me some chips and guac. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you got to look out for the homeless. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'm joking, JJ. You're not broke. But yeah, bro, I just I, I just thought that was funny that she thought I was old. That's funny. So I was like. Oh, trying to make a spectacle of it. Yeah, she was, she was calling people over like, <laughs> hey, y'all, look at this old man. I'm like, chill out, bro. Chill out, chill out, chill out. So, guys, y'all know every week we like to post a question on our community. Uh, if you don't follow us, follow us at the Soundboard Podcast on Instagram. And so, last episode we talked about hashtag Cigar Girl. Mm-hmm. Uh, on her first date, she actually brought the young man a cigar, a free cigar at that, which she got from her parents. She wrapped it up in some paper bag and some twine, gave it to him. Had the entire internet in an uproar. If you want to know more about that, please go back to visit episode twenty-five if you haven't listened. So. We posted a question on our Instagram and that question was relative to that post. And we asked the question, ladies, would you consider giving a gift on a first date? And we said, fellas, how would you have felt if this happened to you on a first date? And we actually had um, uh, we actually had some some great posts, man. Um, Sincerely Meek. Uh, that's Michaela. She said, I think mindfulness is in any relationship is huge, romantic or platonic. I'm here for it. Mm-hmm. And then um, we were like, yeah. I said, yeah, queen. That's all I'm trying to say. <laughs> and she was like, right. If you selfish, just say that. <laughs> and I said, a lot of these women out here selfish. You Facts. feel me? Um, Crystal said, I think it's cute and thoughtful and sets the tone. F- sets the tone. It also indicates that you're paying attention to the combo. That's what we were talking about last week. Right. Like, I'm sure he felt appreciated. Like, yo, you actually listen to me when I talk. Yeah. Um, Chelsea said, I personally think that her gesture was intentional and thoughtful. It was a small way to show that she was interested in paying attention to what he had been saying. Yes, yes, yes. Um, and so I just think it's I just think it's dope that uh that other women also thought 
it was not doing the most. That at the end of the day, we gotta be selfless. That's right. just a reflection of the people that I was, I was about to say that. Right, I sound, but but see, that's because we we keep logical wisdom folk around yeah, us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. This ain't um. the shade room. <laughs> <laughs> you heard? Uh, let the sun shine over it. Right, and so, uh, but the we also room? we also had uh, we also had someone vocally let us know how they were feeling about it uh shout out to our girl esther who hit us with this it's your girl esther e money if you feeling froggy but look i had to come on here and respond to the cigar girl situation and i want to give two props seven props a million props baby girl i want to give claps hand snaps like i'm at the poetry spot because you did that and the bible says to love your neighbor as yourself so kind gestures are not only for the man to do because at this point ain't nobody married right we still single friends so as single friends i can gift you something because i am using the love that god gave me to pour and show you who God is, not who I am. I mean, come on, ladies. We got to get off these high horses thinking that it is the norm for the man to bring flowers and stuff because you're going to be at the house talking about some, oh, he brought me my favorite candy, but you can't just gift him something too. I mean, come on. We got to get to God's norm. Get out of this stuff. Come on. Let's level it out. Bro, Esther is correct, bro. Exactly. That's what's wrong with y'all. Exactly. Y'all don't be trying to have God's own heart. No. And so, bro, it's just a small token, which is what we were saying. It's just mm-hmm. a small token of appreciation. And whether that's somebody that you're dating, whether that's somebody that you... It's just a friend. That's what we need to get back to. Just selfless acts. Just because. Not with an arterial motive. And this is the thing. Just how women don't want guys to take them out for dinner and do nice things in order to get them draws. <laughs> <laughs> Women, hold on. (laughs) I think that women shouldn't be doing nice gestures in order to get a ring or commitment. If you want to do something nice, it should be out of the kindness of your heart. Just do something Mm, nice. It's not quid pro quo. Yeah. That's good. Quid pro quo. I don't even know what that means. Would you say (laughs) this for that? (laughs) Oh, yeah, quid pro quo. (laughs) Would you say that's like a form of manipulation? Definitely, I think so. Oh, it's definitely because if a woman's just doing all these things if just she, to get a ring, mm-hmm. what happens when she gets the ring? She gonna quit doing it. She gonna switch up. This is a whole nother topic that we're not prepared to talk about. <laughs> right, 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 right. right. <laughs> it, I just, I just wanted to know. The topic yeah. would be: Do you need to play? Do you need to play the game? Is there a game to be played? Mm. Mm. We gonna talk about that later. Or do you play to win? <laughs> Always. I do. You better lose. <laughs> Speaking of playing the game, <laughs> Coop, what's coming up? Valentine's Day. <laughs> Not happy about it, bro. I hate, I hate this holiday, and it's so it's close, too, man. It's so close to Christmas. It's like, dang, I just, I just recouped the funds man, from the Christmas job, boy. Y'all don't love love. It, no, I love real love. I don't love fake holidays. I don't like it to be forced upon me. Mm. <laughs> you like autonomy the you government is manipulating us into <laughs> buying presents bro it really is like bro you start seeing immediately after january you start seeing candy and candy and hearts and all that type of stuff bro it is such a i don't i just don't like this holiday also because i think it's this holiday much like a couple other holidays i think it's all on the man 
yeah, yeah, to yeah. do all of the work. Yeah, ladies could disagree. If there's a lady who's going all out for her man on Valentine's, we love to see share it, it with us. Share yeah. the post. Tag us in the. Uh, I know y'all put on Instagram. Right. We Tag love us. to see it. But um, so I, so do y'all? Is Valentine's a hard holiday for y'all? Like, it's stressful, bro. Because I gotta do Christmas now. <laughs> that boy, look, it's stressful to go from celebrating right. no holidays right. to all of That boy about to be celebrating single de Mayo next. <laughs> Casey done changed everything. It's stressful because, one, I think that this is what I'm gonna try to do. I'm gonna try to move my Valentine's Day. How you gonna try to different move day? it? I, I don't think I can do it after. If I do it before, you can do it before. Then that way she can still get her IG pics off and show, just save the video. Post <laughs> <laughs> it on Valentine's Day. Day. But what's the what does that buy you? What do you mean? How, how does that help you re, like reduce the stress then? Because you have to get a reservation. Hard oh, to that's the stress. Val- oh, you're saying yeah. Reservation. Good luck finding a reservation actually on Valentine's. That's Day. what I'm saying. And then as far as just you know, all the flowers are gonna be gone. You know, I'm gonna wait till last minute. So if I do it, if we celebrate early, I can knock it out. The, you know, go ahead and knock it out. So I don't what, think there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I don't think there's nothing wrong. I don't wrong think with that's anything. what I'm gonna do. So what is the most stressful part for you, JJ? Is it the is it figuring out what to do on Valentine's or is it the gift? Because I think they both come with different types of stress. Both of them. <laughs> both of them. Both of them. <laughs> figuring out the gift or what to do? Yeah, like is it the gift that, that causes you stress or is it figuring think, out the activity? The gift is easy for me. I think both of them can, can add a level of stress. It just depends at where you are. Like maybe financially or we are in the relationship because right. mm. we are just coming off of like Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year, and then we backdooring with February. Right. So it just depends on like how how much how much you went up on Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> it might be hard to backdoor that. Right. But, right. Um, I think just trying to keep it, just trying to find something creative to do every year. Right. Because it's right. some it's gonna have something you got to celebrate every year. It's not like a one and done. Sometimes you got to just start redoing stuff. But my thing is, bro, what happens to just, you know, anniversaries? (laughs) What's the difference between anniversaries and Valentine's Day? It's just another day. It's it's the same thing. It's the same thing. Which one do you you go harder for? Anniversary. Yeah, you go harder for anniversary. So let's just skip the Valentine's Day, baby. (laughs) We do. See, see, I like to celebrate Valentine's Day multiple days throughout the year. Right. It ain't just one day. That's what every man who say he don't want to celebrate. (laughs) Day Valentine's Day for us, baby. <laughs> so just because it's a Tuesday. So, <laughs> I, so I want to know. I want to know from y'all. Wh- for what the guy. You? For oh, e- the whole thing is stressful. <laughs> it's just because I because I and I fight the entire thing because I'd be like, this holiday is fake. Mm, like right, right, it is right. a fake. It is a fake holiday. But let me be clear. It can, it, fellas. It can be fake. But know your woman. <laughs> oh yeah. I don't care because at the end of the day, I don't care how you feel. Nope. And what is her expectation? Yeah, but then I'd be like, "But what about me? But what if I don't want to? What about you? But that's so. <laughs> but that 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 weighs in for me. Like I don't. There's a level of stress that comes, but I'm not really stressed about Valentine's right, Day right, right, right. because the expectation is not set super high for me. Like, but see, that's mm. for you. There are some guys whose girls want them to go all out for point, Valentine's. Man. That's a good. Kiana doesn't. But the really you, gotta, take know, you gotta know the type I'm of woman. Know, you know the type what? of woman you date. And, and you know what? Sometimes, like I think, low key, it depends on you because sometimes you be bringing stress on yourself. That's, like yeah. I think I be bringing stress stress on myself, and Olivia be like, mm, but Olivia just likes she like she likes the holiday, yeah. and so we celebrate the holiday. 
And so, um, what would y'all give an advice? Give advice. What advice would you give to a guy who knows Valentine's is coming up? He got a special lady, and he broke. He's broke. He's broke. I would mm-hmm. say, I would say, try to find a way for to make the day meaningful without spending a lot of money. Okay. So be just think like be creative and just try to think outside the box. That's good. You gotta go, Yogi Bear. What does that mean? A pick a nick. <laughs> it's cold outside, fool. Wear a coat. <laughs> We're gonna do a pick a nick, baby. <laughs> get, you lunch, get you some lunchables in a basket. Not a lunchable. <laughs> and some, and some uh, grape juice. But I do, I do think that that is. And let me tell y'all this, fellas. Pinterest will be your best oh, friend. Oh yeah, Pinterest. If you want to know how to make some a gift that's homemade and thoughtful, mm. Pinterest will put you on, bro. Any custom gift is good. Any custom gift yeah. is good, especially but you got to you got to think ahead of time for that though. Yes, yeah, that's yeah, true. yeah. You got to think ahead true. of time. So right now, you guys are listening to this episode <laughs> on February you got the ninth. Days. So you think about doing days. that for February twenty twenty three. No, bro, you can do it now. You got time. You just gonna have to do some today. You yep. gonna have to hit Michael's tonight. Yep. You have to hit Michael's tonight, and you gonna have to work on it for these next couple. Dante's uh, scrapbook, bro. The scrapbook, I'm telling you, bro. I put that on. We put that on IG, bro. People eating it up, <laughs> <laughs> eating it up. And at that moment, I was broke. Yeah, it was a. We were celebrating our one year anniversary. I was still in college. I was broke. Yeah, but I created that that scrapbook, and bro, that couldn't have cost me that much money. Don't they got a new job? Talking about I was broke. Right. <laughs> he's different. He's bro. different, bro. He's That's different. not advice no, no, no. to that young lady. No, no, no. <laughs> when you get your thirties and you get that, you get that new job. No, I'm still broke. That money start flowing. I'm still broke. Y'all know why? Because I'm planning a wedding. Yeah. So, so guys, Valentine's coming up. Look, man, if you ain't got no Valentine, go treat yourself to some nice. Yo, you are planning a wedding. Yeah. Your boy is also planning a wedding. <laughs> oh. So, two weddings. Two weddings. Yes, bro. So, I want to talk about this because it's be a busy year. It's finna be a. It's already a busy year, and the right. year just started. But planning a wedding. This is something I want to talk to y'all about because, as y'all know. You know, well, if, for those of y'all that don't know, me and Dante, we got recently got engaged. Uh-huh. Not with each other. <laughs> thanks, thanks, thanks for that. Thanks, Coop. <laughs> if you want to, if you want to hear about that, go listen. Go tap into episode twenty-four. Thanks for clearing that up. <laughs> so yeah, and planning this wedding, bro. One of the things that we have been trying to navigate is, um, you know, the time period of like from now when we're engaged to when we get married, right. Is trying to decide whether or not we're gonna live together or before, not. yeah, oh. living together before marriage. So let me that tell y'all, be very hard, right? Right. So for <laughs> literally, <laughs> facts, the way dogs, <laughs> the rock, <laughs> right? So I, I know a lot of people do it, right? A lot of people live together before marriage. A lot of people don't. Everybody got their own personal. Yeah, that's reasons, your that's right? your business. Yeah. We're not trying to live together before marriage, just from like a, a moral place, right? We're just trying right. to like. Uh, well, one, we're trying to abstain uh-huh. uh, sexually until we get married. So that's one of the reasons. And we're just not trying to like, that's what we're trying to have. When we get married, that'd be something new that we celebrate together. Right, right, right. right, right. right. But then on the flip side of that, it's like, if we live together now, then we could save a lot of money. For the wedding. You feel me? It makes, makes sense. sense to me. <laughs> <laughs> it makes sense to so, me. So you're asking, what should you do? I'm just asking, like, is that something that, that has come up in y'all's? Oh, for sure. For sure, are living out the same thing, bro. That we we literally are are right now battling with the same thing, mm. just because you could save a lot more money instead of paying two different rents. Makes Be- sense. 
<laughs> Coop said if it make dollars, it makes sense. Um, and, and so that's something that we're we're also battling with. Coop, did you did you and Key live together before you got married? Technically, no. Why you but say technically? Because we've never each. Oh, I guess once when she lived in Waco, we've only one of us has ever had our own place at a time. Okay. So when I had my apartment, she lived with her mom. Quotes. <laughs> when she had an apartment, I lived with my parents. Quotes. Okay, so when but y'all we were, were but when when Coop had an apartment, me and Coop were roommates, and Key lived with us. <laughs> <laughs> She had a drawer. <laughs> Her toothbrush was there, yes. I had two rooms. Good morning, JJ. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But it didn't make sense. I, it just didn't make sense for us to be spending, you know, $3,000 a month when we could spend a thousand something dollars. So, how long was it between the engagement to when y'all got married? That we lived together for real? No, no, no. I'm just talking about in general. Uh, we did. I think it was nine months. Nine months, and y'all did not live together. I mean, officially live together. No, we never did. But we did. I stayed there. I stayed there. Yeah, we lived together. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. It wasn't my. It wasn't my address. We I lived there. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Did y'all live staying beforehand? Abstain what? Abstain <laughs> what? Does that abstain mean? Abstain abstain the what? Abstain Abstain from sex, we stay? Negro. Uh, engagement. We did a we did a nine month engagement. We have staying, you know, <laughs> maybe uh, maybe a month, maybe a month. I gave her a month. Do you, think, do you think <laughs> to get ready? Because I'm gonna be giving you married, married to Rock Johnson after this, baby. <laughs> so, do you think? Do you think that? Um, do you think it was harder because y'all lived together? To do that, or, yeah, 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 yeah. And that's, that's that's the thing. That's right. the thing. Right. There's if you put yourself in a space with a fine woman like he, talk mm. <laughs> your woman up. And yeah. she, she yeah. like you, you like her. Some gonna happen. Some bound to have. Oh my gosh, but can you get the remote out the bed? That ain't the <laughs> that remote. Ain't the remote. <laughs> <laughs> what channel you on? <laughs> TV ain't the only thing getting turned on around here. You know what I'm saying? It's 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 bound to go down. You know what I mean? So I would suggest and make my way one, downtown. We had only what? had one room. We lived in a loft. You know yeah, what I mean? So yeah, yeah. I I had no space to escape. Mm. So I'll just in the room with it. <laughs> I gotta have something to do with it. <laughs> but you know what? I know that that is a. I know that there there is a a, a lot of people. Like I got some guys yeah. in my life group who are also like that. Like yeah, bro, me and my lady trying not to live together. And I'm gonna be honest. When you just put yourself in that situation, it's going to be hard. Yeah. Yeah, bro. Like, before um, we got engaged, we talked about it. And we said we weren't going to um, live together before we were married, right? Mm. When you, Whenever you get engaged, it changes things. Right. Like, you're like, now th- considering, uh, is this a possibility? Like, could we do this and we could save more money? Like, you're starting to think about other things that you right. can do. And it's also interesting because there's so many other people that are like, also saying like, hey, well, y'all should live together before y'all get married. This, that, and the third. I think it's a good idea. For personally. us, though. You think it's a good idea? For us, though, idea. like, we're still strong on, like, not wanting to um, right. live together for, for before marriage. Because that's the number one reason, though, is because we're trying to abstain. Right. So, like, it would already be difficult to just to live with somebody every day. Right. And not, um, and not go through with nothing. Right. So, right. that's one of the biggest reasons. And like I said, the other reason is, is just something we just 
trying to explore together once we marry. Right. Yeah, Olivia and I were talking about that because the same thing we were talking about just living together. And then if you living together and you you're living together and you're not having sex, you also don't want to just become roommates. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right, like right, right. like we just we in this mud just hanging out. <laughs> like 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 you over here telling stories and you like sis <laughs> like you don't want to get so comfortable that then you go into your marriage mm-hmm. and it's like yo we done I mean we already kind of been doing this so it's like whatever it's an interesting place to be bro because um before like before we got engaged you know we were dating and we're intentional with right. how we're dating but like engagement for for us took it to another level so Taking it to another level means like another level of intimacy, right? Right. right. And so it makes it that much harder to be like, mm, we're going to wait. You're right. Because you, you're you doing now everything together. Everything is one. Like we're right. considering everything. So you're moving differently. Um, so I think that that also factors into everything. That's why, that's why in them olden days, they used to just get married. That's this what whole, right. married I was say, this that whole, this whole like, this whole like, um, planning a wedding mm-hmm. and all that they also didn't have like these huge weddings no, unless you had money right. it was like yo i want to be married to you they didn't even do they didn't weddings even really on do saturday they didn't even just yeah <laughs> they didn't even just but do rings just and stuff like kidding. that yeah. they didn't even do rings and stuff like that because it wasn't about that it was more about the marriage than, right than all this other stuff i think but i think the thing is the reason why i'm pro um living together is because you don't really know somebody till you live with them well, I mean, but if you're already you can, in, if you're already engaged, it's a little too late for that. No, I think you can still know somebody without living with them. All right, <laughs> <laughs> y'all, y'all. I mean, I ain't, I've I ain't been where y'all been. Y'all ain't been where I've been. That is true. So <laughs> y'all, y'all trying to tell me about a thought? I'm trying to tell you about something I live. <laughs> right. So cool. You do not know somebody <laughs> until you live with them. Okay, cool. <laughs> we ain't gonna talk about. Key business. <laughs> what do you think is the biggest thing that Key learned about you living together? Because mm. mm. I'm sure you know we ain't gonna we ain't gonna we, yeah, gonna, we, gonna, gonna, we ain't gonna shake the table in your house. <laughs> so we ain't gonna talk about what that you learned about Key. From her but like what it, from her perspective, what is the thing that y'all learned about each other, um, or she learned about you? I think you just so I think it's very easy to hide things your some maybe bad traits oh for sure around you all the time yeah, yeah especially if you like only live like especially if you like spending the night yes. and all that yeah it's yeah, easy yeah, to hide yeah. that type of stuff so i can't think of any i can't think of a specific thing but i know certain things that irritate her about me that she, she would have never won't. picked up on if we weren't together i didn't know you played the game this much whatever I, I, when I make my PB and J's, jelly drops. Sometimes I don't see it. I don't know. He said I don't see it. a little thing. Oh, it's, it's, little, it's little things like that. You know what I mean? So I think it's. I think it just opened her eyes, and then obviously with marriage counseling between the two things, premarital counseling, mm-hmm. um, it kind of helps you go into the marriage with a a not such a. What's the word I'm looking for? Where you where you romanticize everything, right? Right. So, which rom- romance is important, right? But being uh, realistic is also important, right? To to set your expectations, right? 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 So the fact that we lived together, she knew what she was getting into. We had premarital counseling. 
so we know how to deal with other things also. Right. When those yeah. things arise. When those things arise. Because essentially, bro, you're learning to live with somebody can be difficult. Yeah. Like, and it'd be small things. Like, I'm not necessarily the most, like, neat person in the world. Mm-hmm. But I'm definitely I definitely like things to be where they are supposed decent to be. Decent and in order. Right. I like things to be decent in order. One of the things that Olivia and I we we had to work through this in counseling and I think I talked about this on the podcast. It seems so small, bro. But I wash clothes, I fold them before they get in the room. Oh, she's you will me. not get in the room unfolded. We're not gonna talk about what Olivia does, but we can assume. Right. <laughs> but I feel like I feel like all of those things though, the opposite. Those are things that you just work through. That's just part of living with somebody else. Yeah. Like yeah. that's the same thing you would you would work through if you were living with a roommate. Like you gotta work through those smaller issues. I think bigger issues may mm. be a something more challenging to work through. But small things lead to big things. Right. And but roommates, but, that's gonna, but that's gonna be inevitable. It don't matter who you marry it's going to be something about them is going to be small. There's going to be something about them that they do differently than you. That's going to get on your nerves. So that's why I work through it. And that's what I'm talking about as far as romanticizing. Right. So let's say, remember when I told you to pay attention in training? Yeah. <laughs> and I learned that because I don't pay attention in training. Cause I'm like, Oh yeah, I know I can do this. Then I get to the job. I'm like, Oh snap. How do I do this? Right. Right. So engagement th- is training. Engagement is training. I think that what can happen is you go to premarital counseling. Mm-hmm. You, they love you. They don't see anything wrong with you. So the things in premarital counseling, they're like, oh, JJ Dots, man, they're not even like that. They don't have, I love everything about them. Mm-hmm. There's nothing, you know, I don't even really need this premarital counseling. Whereas Kiana was going into premarital counseling, like she had things that she noticed about me, right? She came with a list. <laughs> not even that. Not Can even you that. talk to him about? <laughs> not even that. It's like when, when, when you're going through counseling, they, sh- they bring up issues that, you might not have thought about right right but if you don't know that it's an if you haven't experienced that issue yet mm-hmm. you're not paying as close attention oh, and you're yeah. not gonna know when to apply those you might right because premarital counseling is only what like a month or something it's like, like that? six weeks we, yeah, we, yeah. We, we we just started ours in like eight to ten weeks right something like that. right 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 so it's like you get all these tools and by the time you get a marriage you're gonna be married what you know six months after your counseling you don't know where to apply the tools you know what I'm saying? You're not going to remember everything in counseling. That's because you weren't paying attention. Cooper sitting in there. Yeah. <laughs> I just can't wait to get back to pound time. I can't, I can't wait. I can't wait. <laughs> so, no, I, okay. I get it. I get what you're saying. Yeah. Like, no, but you I don't see. really have a, you, like, you don't necessarily have a point you of reference. You don't know what you're going into, bro. You, you, you're you saying you'll never, it don't matter. Sometimes you'll never be prepared. For that. Imagine telling an elementary school kid about college. You tell them everything they need to know for college, right? They're not going to get to college in, in to eight years. They're not going to remember the tools you told them. Like, you don't might remember one or two things. They can't apply the knowledge you gave don't them. Don't get a credit but card. But if, <laughs> if you told them in high school, they'll remember. Yeah. So we're not talking about the dating stage. We're talking about being engaged. You're engaged, but there's going to be a big gap between your counseling. Facts. Then you're going to get married. But that's and gonna then be, you're going to live together. But that's going to be for anybody, bro. Like, if it don't matter who, who it is that you're talking to. You're not. You're never gonna know until you're married. Until you reach that. Until you go to college, you won't know. So even if like, even if you're 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 dating somebody or you're dating somebody different, it's gonna be the same thing. As soon as you go to college with this person, as soon as you get married, it's gonna be something new. Maybe my analogy is not good for y'all. <laughs> I, if I feel like if, I, if you're in high school and you're taking college level courses, and uh-huh. somebody tells you what you need to be successful in college courses, you can apply them. Because mm-hmm. you're in a college course, right? If somebody's in premarital counseling, they tell you what it takes to live with somebody for life, and you've 
you're kind of living with them, uh-huh. you can apply some of those tools because you're experiencing it. Okay, so you're you. saying yeah. you can, it's hands-on application. Exactly. As opposed to non-hands-on application. Right, 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 right. Okay, I get what you're saying. You also kind of, I think the other thing with that is you also have to figure out, like, um, you know, are we going to find somewhere for us to live together or am I going to just move in move with you? To, move into their space. Because this is this is the thing that Olivia and I, Olivia's biggest thing is she's like, yo, if you move over here, this is, you know, this apartment was made for me and, and me and Jaden. Right. So, right, like, right. essentially, it, it is a woman's, a single woman's apartment That's with her daughter. Yeah. And so it's like, will you even be comfortable in this space? Because this space ain't, it's cool for little moments. You right. may stay over here, mm. but like, will you find yourself comfortable in this space that essentially ain't a space that was, that we picked together. It was a space that I had and you kind of came into it. Yeah. So I think there's a, I think there's a lot of, a, a couple of different things that you can think about. I experienced that too. So when, before we got married, it was Kiana's apartment, right? right. So all the, her stuff was in there. She had it a certain. You just feel like you're living out of a bag. I'm living out of a bag, and she feels ownership of the space, right? Oh yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm invading in her. Territory. I want it like this. Dude, why are you messing up my? Why are you? Right. You know what I'm saying. So, that's so do you? Thing. Do you feel? So that's, so that's a good point. Do you feel like you were ever comfortable in living in her space, or did I, you always feel like a guest? I was comfortable, but. I feel like I was comfortable, ignorantly comfortable. <laughs> you, were, you, were, you, were, you were compliant. I was compliant, but I feel like she was probably irritated, and I was just not aware of it until mm. later later on. Mm. I was going to say, like, so I feel like a big thing when people live together before they're married, mm. maybe this applies more so if you're dating, not necessarily engaged, is that people start to blur the lines so it's like you start to blur the lines between what's the roles here right like your boyfriend and girlfriend but you're living together then it's like well the boyfriend expects the, the girlfriend to be a, a wife, wife and the the, yeah. uh, the girlfriend expects the, the the boyfriend to be a husband right yeah so now there's like the, the lines are blurred like now you're you guys are having conflicts that you wouldn't have unless you were married right you're having it now right bro it, it, you know what it, there was a season in a living now's relationship um where she was like hey bro you can't stay over here no more that's, like that's, that's a, she that's was like thing. you can't you can't stay over here anymore because at the end of the day I have a daughter and I'm not trying to set the example that it's okay for a man to be laid up over here that's and that's not thing. your and that's not your husband that's real I thing. mean that's not your husband and so even in that moment I understood I was like bro these women go to one Bible study and they come back different <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> what are y'all talking about in that Bible study. <laughs> Hey, that's a real thing. It's a real yeah, thing, bro. Yeah, she set me thing. down and was like, pack up them wife beaters. <laughs> get your PlayStation. You, and get you cannot stay over here no more. Lockdown. Like, yeah. you cannot stay over here no hey, more. Matter of fact, I changed the code. Right, 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 right. Bro, so that is a that is a real thing. I think in all moments, you have to use discernment. And you got to do what, what you yeah. think is best for you. Like Coop said, he thinks you should live together beforehand so you can know. Uh, I would encourage... Uh, I would encourage if you're engaged. I don't necessarily think you're saying if you're dating. If, mm-hmm. no, I'm saying yeah, if you're dating, if you're dating, not, don't do that. But right. I think if you're engaged, I think that, like we said, traditionally, like back in the day, there's this long engagement period mm-hmm. changes a lot of things. It was inexistent back in then. In my mind, once I got engaged, I was married. Married, right? So it's like we're living together for real. We're, it's a, it's like um, it's just like pre 
pre pre marriage. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I want to know from our listeners, how do you guys feel about this subject? I think this is a great this question going, yeah. to get their opinion on. Good do debate. you do you believe that you should live together? Let's say engaged. Engaged. If mm-hmm. you are engaged, do mm-hmm. you believe that you should live together before you're married? Yeah. I also think it depends on how long you're gonna be engaged. Because mm-hmm. some people be engaged for like a year. Right. Are right. you living together for a whole year? Right. So right. that's gonna be the question that we post. Should you or do you believe in living together while you're engaged, or should you just wait to move in together or when you're married? Yeah. All right, y'all. We want to give y'all the sound bite of the week. We still have another segment coming up, so this ain't the end of the episode, but we want to go ahead and drop that soundbite of the week for y'all. And as we told y'all last last week that our soundbite of the week for the month of February, since we celebrate Black History yeah, Month, yeah, yeah, is yeah. coming from a black person. So this soundbite of the week, this week comes from Nikki Giovanni. And Nikki Giovanni is a, uh, she's an African-American poet. Um, she's also a writer. Um, and she's actually somebody that I met you know, subtle flex. You know, I met her when I was in <laughs> living in <man>. Boston. <laughs> but the soundbite of the week comes from Nikki Giovanni, and she said, "The only way you can grow is to let yourself make mistakes and create contradictions. As we learn new things, some of our old attitudes will change." That's good. Read that again. The only way you can grow is to let yourself make mistakes and create contradictions. As we learn new things, some of our old attitudes will change. That's so good, bro. Yeah. The things you once thought, the things you once did will be contradictory to the person that you are now. So if you're so if you're a lady that didn't give gifts mm, on first date. You can still change. <laughs> <laughs> Please be contradictory, baby. Please. Please be contradictory. Please be contradictory. Please be contradictory. Uh, appreciate you for hitting us with that. Guys, stay tuned. Hey, guys, we want to thank you for tapping into this week's episode of the podcast. Now, the next conversation that we're going to have is talking about mental health as it pertains to suicide. If this is a conversation that you may not be prepared to have, um, we thank you for tapping into this episode. We'll catch you on the next one. But if this is an episode that you are, uh, if this is a conversation that you'd be interested in, uh, stick with us and we're going to chop it up about it. Okay, guys. So um, this last uh, week or week before last uh, uh, there was something that happened. Miss Chesley uh, Christ, she was a former uh, Miss USA. Uh, she was also a correspondent for Extra. She was an attorney. Um, she committed suicide at the age of 30 years old, man. And it, it caught so many people um, off guard. In fact, JJ sent us the article mm. in our group text. And he was like, wow, bro, I can't believe this. And I had already seen it. And I was just like, bro, I've been like struggling with that all day yeah. because you just go to her Instagram page, bro, and you just see this woman who was so lively, who um, from the look of her social media account, mm-hmm. you would have never known that she dealt with mental, uh, like struggle, struggle with her mental health. Right. And and um, and so right before um, right before she she passed, she she put this post up on on social media and it basically was a, a photo of her. Mm-hmm. And her caption said, "May this day bring you rest and peace." Right. Mm. And uh, it was just crazy, bro. Because I went to her page and I didn't follow her, but I remember when she um, won what? Miss USA. Was that the year when it, it was like three? it was all yeah, three? Yeah, all it three. was like yeah. it was like she was Miss USA, Miss Teen USA was black, and I think Miss um, 
um, Universe? Miss Universe, Universe or, something? or something like that. Yeah. And she was black as well. And so they made headlines. They were everywhere. And bro, just you go to her Instagram, and you just would have never known. And I think mm-hmm. that's why it shook so many people because it was like, yo, this happened, and she would have never known. And her mother came forward and said that uh, Chesley dealt with high functioning depression. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she didn't share that with her mom until. Uh, right before she ended up committing suicide. Yeah. And so I just want to have this conversation because I think, especially for us, um, one, being black, and then also being men, mm-hmm. um, it is a conversation that we don't talk about enough. But people really are going through it, man. She was 30 years old in the prime of her life doing right. all these amazing things. And still, she, she struggled with her mental health. And I think this is something that we all, um, we all can kind of uh, understand you yeah. know what I'm saying yeah, yeah, yeah. so is that for you guys when you guys saw the story how did you guys feel about it did it catch you off guard did you research it where, where were y'all at uh, yeah it caught me off guard man well I guess it just caught me off guard anytime I see something like that it right. always somewhat catches me off guard um, I don't know her personally and like haven't right. followed her I just ever since she she won mm-hmm. but it catches me off guard just because of her age right. like her age and her success and sometimes yeah. I think I think and to my fault, sometimes we think that people who have these awards or these accomplishments right. and they're successful, like they don't—they're right. not necessarily dealing with certain issues, or you just right. kind of put it off, right? Mm. To your, like you said, it's not necessarily something that's discussed amongst um, amongst our amongst our culture, really, right. Um, right. on that level. We may—we're doing a much better job of talking about mental health, but there's still a stigma associated with mental health. We don't really discuss it, so it caught me off guard. But that it goes to show that you never really know what people are struggling with, and there's so many people, bro, that that are struggling with mental health, um, that don't have a space to talk about it. Right, like you don't have a space to talk about it, and I don't even think necessarily a lot of people have the words to talk to, like know how to articulate it. I think that's the hardest thing. It's like when do when do you talk about this, and who do you talk to it about? Like who do you talk to about it? Right, you know what I mean. Um, yeah, I mean, again, I, I didn't know that much about her. I read up after, um, just the fact that, you know, she was so, she had so many accomplishments. Right. Mm-hmm. It, she was, it seemed like she, she had a good life and she was successful. Um, I will say this, it immediately made me think that, um, the importance of having, you know, family mm-hmm. is lost. I feel like on our generation, a lot of times. Uh, we think that we can just um, go about it on our own. You know what right. I mean? Like, um, I feel like a lot of us move far away from from our um, central unit. Yeah. You know what I mean? And trying to be successful and all that stuff is good. Um, but it's important to have people around you that know you that can pick up on things right. when you're not right, even when you're not saying it. When you're and, not saying it, and the picking up on things, I think, is so important because Dante said she was a high fun- has high functioning depression. That her mom said she had high functioning depression, so which under, she did not know about. Under normal circumstances, you would never know that she's going through this because she's high functioning. Right. So it's like being able to have a relationship with somebody or being able to pick up on those things to say, "Hey, something's off about this person." Right, like right. you're not either. You're not acting like yourself. Or your behavior, there's something that's giving me an indication that says, "Are you okay? Right? Like, are you going through something? Right? Because right. you can be high functioning, and so that made me check and start to reflect and think about the people around me. Like, bro, right. is it? Do I need to check in on my friends more? Mm-hmm. Like, do I need to check in on my family more? Like, are, are is is there other people around me that are dealing with things that I'm not aware of because mm-hmm. I'm not present or right. because I'm not right? I'm not um 
I'm not even making myself mindful of like what other people are necessarily navigating yeah, through. Right. I think one of the biggest things that you have to realize is one, everybody's going through something. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's also just, you know, when you talk to people, like just take an opportunity to stop mm-hmm. and like really, really hear them mm-hmm. because most times, um, and I, like I said, I don't know her, I don't know anyone close to her, but sometimes people just say things that you got to pick up on. Yes. And if you're moving too quick, it's really, it's really hard to pick up on those things. Mm-hmm. So if you ask somebody, um, I was having a conversation with one of my homeboys and I asked him, I said, Hey bro, how you doing? And mm-hmm. he was like, you know, bro, I'm just, you know, I'm just trying to make it. Mm-hmm. And that's something we as men say all the time, yeah. but it's like, I'm just tired. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's like, nah, bro, what's up? Right. right. Like what, what, what is the struggle? And so I, <laughs> I start asking him question after question <laughs> right. because I'm trying to like get to the root of it. Right. I'm like, I care, bro. yeah, I'm like, what is it? Is right. it relationally? Is it like, is it stress from work? Like what, what is it? Because I, I know you're going to automatically have a wall up. But we need to ask some questions so we can break that break that wall down. Yeah, that's real. Because you going through life, you going to work. You and the crazy thing is, bro, people can be showing up in all the spaces they mm-hmm. they're supposed mm-hmm. to show up in. They can show up to work. They can show up to birthday parties. Um, one of the girls said that um, the next weekend she was supposed to go to a wedding. Y'all, this this woman is showing up for work every single right. day. Right. And. And just going through, it's like almost like you could be going through the motions. She over here interviewing Denzel Washington, like all of yeah, these people. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's like nobody saw it. And I just thought it, it really took me back because it was just like, bro, who do people have? Who can people talk to? Yeah. Like who can people talk to when they're when they're going through something like that? Yeah, definitely. So uh, I'll tell y'all, like, you know, this past season of my life, mm. I was going through a lot. Mm-hmm. I ain't gonna need ca- I ain't gonna need cap yeah, with you. Twenty twenty one wrung your butt through the ring. It was rough. It was it was rough for me. Right. And and I had I I at one point had started to have like suicidal ideation, mm-hmm. but for me it was more like mm, I would never do it because in my mind I was just thinking about how it would impact other people. So it just made me realize like how bad the pain must be. For somebody, because I think naturally your thing is going to be how will my absence impact other people? But do you know how big a pain must be for you to say, even though it's going to impact them, I still no longer want to be here. Well, I mean that that is even that could be situational because you're a person of influence, so you have a lot of people that are in your circle. That's true. Mm -hmm. But the person who's going through an issue that doesn't have relationship, like maybe there's somebody that doesn't necessarily have like friends or they don't have like these these important relationships where they're thinking about other right. people mm. that could be even more of a, a a reason to be like well my absence won't make a difference right right, oh, right you know right, what i'm right, saying right, like right. there's a flip side there's to it side yeah to yeah it. so like that's something that to, to consider too definitely so i don't bro i just reading the statistics on suicide just kind of floored me bro it said on average there's 130 suicides a day and it said that men are three times almost it was 3.63 percent uh more uh are likely to commit suicide than women and bro that was just so yeah not then that i think that's that is typically women are more likely to attempt suicide but men men are more likely to complete suicide Mm -hmm. and that's usually because of the means because yeah they we yeah. Men choose more aggressive forms. Of suicide. Yeah, aggressive right. forms. It's um, staggering numbers. But I was going to ask y'all, like, mm-hmm. have y'all, well, Dante's already mentioned it, so um, I guess, Coop, like, have you ever 
been at a point where like you were really struggling or challenged with your mental health and like how did you how did you kind of navigate that space and i can share for me like uh-huh. um there was a point in time when i was navigating i, I felt like really low mm-hmm. um with my mental health and i didn't really know this is like probably like the first time i was like dealing with something like right. this so i didn't really know to how to how to accurately explain what it was that i was right. feeling or what i was going through um but i know i just hit a point where i felt like i was like at more so at rock bottom yeah and um, I felt like exhausted. I felt depleted. I felt like, bro, like I don't have anything to give, basically. Right. Um, and for me, I was dealing with that for a while. And then I had a friend that was like, bro, like you need to go to therapy. Y'all about to make me cry. <laughs> for real? Why? It's sad. Because we don't, we don't, we're we don't around really talk, each other yeah, and we don't, don't talk about it. But a friend that made me that to, to suggest, like, hey, you should go to therapy. And at that point, I was like, well, for what? Like, you know, very much the stigma of like, um, I'll figure it out. Right, like, right, I right. don't need therapy. I'm usually right. like that strong person or that strong friend. I don't need therapy. Yeah. But I, the more I was dealing with it, the more I was like, all right, let me consider it. And then I took a step and I went, I ended up going to therapy and therapy was extremely helpful for me. It helped me in a way that, um, like it helped me to basically take everything that I was dealing with in my head and, right. and like put it out and like get a visual picture of like everything that was stressing me out and everything that I was going through. Mm-hmm. But it made a huge difference, right? Like being able to take, uh, being able to just be able to take a, take a step in that direction right. to have the resources that you need to be able to like essentially pull you out of To a, navigate. Yeah, to navigate through that situation. And I think the biggest thing for that for me was like expressing it, right? right. I think a lot of times, especially as men and as black men, we try to put the weight of the world on our shoulders. Yeah. We try to get through everything ourselves. Right. Mm-hmm. But sometimes, like, bro, we got to be able to put it out there. Like, hey, yeah, man, I might need help in this situation. Like, yeah. it's okay for you to not be okay. It's just not okay to stay there. Right. right. Like, you got to, you just got to be like, all right, bro, yeah, maybe I do need a hand. But That's let me good. express it. Let me find somebody. Let me find somebody to talk to or let me, like, get this thing out. And then you have somebody that, hopefully that's somebody that can support you. Yeah. That's good. That's good. That's good. Uh, I'll say, you know, we talked about, um, I said in that season of life, I just felt hopeless. Like, I just felt like everything that could go wrong was just going wrong. Mm-hmm. And I didn't necessarily, I just got tired. Like, I, like sometimes you, you really are just, you really are just tired. And I'm thankful that I have a soundboard of people that I can go to. And I remember, <laughs> I remember I, I kept going in my head and I was like, you know, I don't really just have these type of like I don't just have these kind of thoughts like these thoughts are not these are not thoughts that I traditionally have and I went back and forth about hitting JJ up I was like this is what by trade JJ kind of works with this and I'm mm-hmm. like I'm like who I'm like I can call JJ but even still I didn't want to reach out yeah like yeah, I, I did not yeah, yeah. I did not want to reach out to him I was like I mean I could and even when we got on the phone it was so awkward because uh-huh. I hit him up and I was like. Hey bro, I just need to talk to you when you get when you get a moment. Yeah, and he yeah. was like, "Okay, yeah, bro, I hit you up." Uh-huh. He called me. He called me after work, and he was just like, "Hey, bro, what's up?" And I was like, "Ah, oh, bro, I don't really know. I don't really know how to like bring this up." It, it yeah. was just like super awkward for me yeah, yeah, because yeah. we're friends, but I had never. Mm-hmm. That's something that we are as men don't typically talk about in our circles. We can laugh and joke about a lot of things, yeah. but we don't really have those conversations. Yeah, and so I. Um, <laughs> I was like, JJ, you know, when people, you know, typically hit you up, 
Like, what are they? What are they typically? Uh, <laughs> you like, bro, that's yeah. exactly how he was. That's exactly yeah. how he was. That's talking. exactly how I was talking. So, I was like, what is it? Bro? He was like, bro, what? What is it? What is it? And I was like, you know, bro, I just like, what's the craziest thing somebody ever said? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And yeah. he was like, I mean, bro, it could be anything. It could be whatever. And yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. I was like, yeah, bro, I, I just tell you, bro, I'm just struggling, man. And uh-huh. I, you know, I've been thinking about just not being here anymore. That's the thought. Like, it's not it, even. You don't think about suicide, but you'd be like. I don't even want to be here anymore. Yeah, it was like, mm-hmm. it was like, bro, I'm just tired, bro. Like, mm-hmm. I just feel like, I just feel like I'm just, I'm just, uh, just kind of on a, on like a hamster wheel. Yeah. I'm just kind of on a hamster wheel and I don't yeah. really know, I don't really know what to do. Yeah. And, um, and JJ talked to me through it. He was like, hey, bro, you know, like, what is it? Like, let's talk through it. Like, mm-hmm. let's identify what do you think, what do you think it is? Right. Like, are you stressed out at work? Mm-hmm. Oh, no, it's not work. Are you stressed out in, you know, these other places? Is, is it relational stress? Mm-hmm. Like, what is it? So we talked through those things. And um, and I felt better. And the crazy thing, it was like, here I am going in this hamster wheel of emotions, mm-hmm. having these thoughts of like, I don't want to be here anymore. And all I needed to do was talk those things out yeah. with someone. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right, 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 right. And so I'm just like, what? But what if I hadn't? Right, right, Like, right. what if I had not talked that out? Yeah. What if I had just kept going through that hamster wheel? Eventually, you get tired of waking up and having those thoughts. Mm-hmm. Eventually, you get tired of waking up and having to show up at work yeah. and show up for yeah. your friends and yeah. show up for your family. Right. And, and if you don't get that, if you don't get that out, bro, it's easy. I can see why people could just be like, I just want to check out. Yeah. And even after then, bro, I'm thankful for JJ because even after then, he would just hit me up randomly. And be like, hey, bro, how you doing? Like, how you doing, bro? That's important. Like, you good? Like, Mm -hmm. I know, you know, when we talk, it's a little awkward. Uh huh. But like, (laughs) (laughs) like you straight? Like, how's the day going? How's the week going? Yeah. And 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 that was just a that was just an important thing. That was an important thing for me. And so I'm thankful that I had I had somebody that I can go talk to. And not everybody has somebody, bro. So I would just say, um, be kind to people. Right. Like I try to be nice to everybody I meet. If I see somebody that's something I like, I let them know. Yeah. That looks good on you. I like those shoes. I like your nails. I see you taking care of yourself. I like your nails. It's not me hitting on nobody. It's not me gassing nobody up. Mm-hmm. I like when people notice stuff about me. Right. So I think that you could do something, just a kind gesture doesn't cost anything that could change somebody's day. And, and, and it helps them feel going. seen. Exactly. It helps them feel seen. Hey, a lot that's of times, what it is. A lot of people go through life, bro, and they don't feel seen. They right. don't feel seen. They don't feel heard. Mm-hmm. And when when you're in a point where you're like, my absence would not change this world. Right. For somebody to come encounter that and be like, hey, bro, I appreciate you. Mm-hmm. Or like, hey, bro, you look you look nice today. Right. Like, that could totally change somebody. Yeah. yeah. Somebody's it's, it's essentially like treating people how you want to be treated. Right. Yeah. And Coop said something earlier, and he was like, you know, like just talking to people, telling them I care. Mm-hmm. That I care can go a very long way. Right. Mm-hmm. So even if you just like, hey, I like that shirt that you got on today. Mm-hmm. Or somebody's like, bro, I'm just making it. And you'd be like, bro, what's going on with you? Right. What you mean by making it? Mm-hmm. Right. That one question can 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 go a long way. It could bro. change somebody's life, bro. Yeah. And I think that's the that's the kind of stuff that we need to talk about, bro. Like these these surface level conversations are great. Like, but for the people that are in your circle, you got to have those, those conversations and they can be awkward. Mm. They can be tough, Yeah. but you got to have those conversations. So I'll say, you know, for me, it helped to, it helped to like talk out the stress 
with somebody and, mm. and JJ didn't just talk to, like he asked me what it is he was like what's 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 some steps mm. like what can we do like what what can we do to to get into a better situation yeah. and so that kind of that that was the thing that that helped me when I found myself in a in a place mentally that wasn't good mm. yeah and I think that um like also bro if you're in a place like that you should one, I mean, think about what kind of support you have around you. Mm-hmm. So if you have support, that's great. Like if you got a friend, a family member, somebody, some you know, kin folk that you can hit up, that's mm-hmm. good. But if you don't have that, then find somebody. Like find, find somebody. some support. And that can look like a professional. Like If don't nobody else care, the soundboard cares. Facts. Real talk. Mm-hmm. Real talk. And that and, and that's not something that we're just that's not something that we're just saying. Because at the end of the day, bro, people Bro, everybody like you really do matter, bro. Like yeah. your life, your life, and I think that's that kind of was the biggest thing is like just knowing like the world is better because you're here, and not just saying that. Like you impact somebody, yeah. You impact somebody. So if you have somebody um, that you can talk to about this, that's great. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you don't have anybody to talk to, um, there's a national suicide hotline. We always want to make sure um, that we can give you somebody to talk to, mm-hmm. and that number is one eight hundred two seven three. 8255. Once again, that number is 800-273-8255. Like at the end of the day, you matter. Your life is important and the world is better because you're here. And so if you're struggling with mental health, um, know that you are not alone. Everybody has moments where they struggle with with mental health. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's just sad to see someone go who is such a bright light. And all these people are just commenting under her post. And just saying, like, I can't believe you're gone. You, mm-hmm. the world was so much better when you were here. You were such a bright light. And so, man, that just, that kind of just took me through the ringer this week. Yeah. And that number, that number, Dante said, that's 24 7. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. 24 yeah. 7. So feel free to hit that number up. All right, y'all. Now we know that it, that was a difficult conversation to have, but a must needed conversation. For sure. You yes. know, that's definitely critical conversations we need to have. In the black community. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Um, but if you made it this far, we definitely appreciate you tuning in. Um, and know that if Don't Nobody Love You, the Soundboard Podcast facts, loves you. Facts, 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 sure. facts, facts. So, guys, um, keep up with us at the Soundboard Podcast. Also know um, that if you're listening to this episode on Wednesday, February the 9th, it is not too late for you to enter to win Coops tickets to the Mavs basketball game. You have until midnight. Let's say 1159. You have until 1159. Okay. Um, to <laughs> either email us a screenshot of your um, of your review from Spotify, from Spotify or Apple. Or Apple. Um, you can either email that to us at soundboardpodcast at gmail.com or you can DM it to us on Instagram at the soundboard podcast. And people, that is 1159. This is not on color people's time. We understand this is African American. Oh my God. Black History Month. Oh my God. But 1159 means 1159. That's that principle, bro. It do. It, Don't it, lean 11, on me. 1159 means 1159. <laughs> so, guys, uh, you can keep up with me uh, at Dante Speaks Life on IG. And you can follow your boy JJ at underscore Jeremy J. And you can find me at this is Coop underscore. Hey guys, love y'all, man. We'll talk to y'all soon. We out. Peace.